0: Hey guys, welcome back to G eleventh episode. I hope you're having a good day today. So for this episode, I'm gonna have my first guest, Roberta. And for this episode, we decided to talk about eating disorders and her recovery. This gonna be part two, and I just wanna put a trigger warning for anyone who is struggling with food or find anything eating disorders, anything like that triggering. It's probably best to not listen to this episode. But just wanna give an introduction to Roberta. So I met her like. A year ago. And I'm so happy that she is comfortable enough to come on here and talk about her journey and talk about her struggles with food and how much diet culture affected her relationship with food and and body image. So I guess my first question for Roberta is like, when did you start, I guess, struggling with food or your body
1: image? Like, take me to the beginning. Washa, thank you so much for having me today. I've lived in struggling with food my entire life. I think it started when my mom was kind of fast shaming me at age of 10, actually. She's always been skinny. She's always been beautiful and whatnot. And I kind of wanted to live up to that. And uh, I first lost like a big amount of weight when I was around 13. But I wasn't really struggling with food. I was just running loads. I was exercising. I was eating healthy. So it didn't really bother me. I was not thinking about food at all. It's like, okay, I'm just going to do what my audition told me to do. And that's it. But then it kind of hit me when I was around fifteen, and I kind of fell into bulimia, and I don't know what's going on. I uh, joined gym at the age of fifteen when my friend convinced me to, yeah. And I noticed that I wasn't was not losing any weight, and so it happened. I fell into bulimia, as I said, and uh, yeah, it still didn't work for me. And then by the next year, I was noticed by one designer. Actually, she wasn't my friend or my mom's, and she said, "Oh." cover birdage on like my runway show, and my mom made a really weird comment about it saying, "Oh, you know she's a bit chubby and but she could still try and whatnot, and I was fascina shamed to that even more and the span of three weeks, like a month before the runway show, I lost ten kilos. well, not fairness, I was not eating at all. I was starving myself, and I remember I lost my period for approximately four or five months, and I was not healthy at all, and it continued till the age I was twenty one let's say. I was trying to sell food, I was gone from skinny to chubby, from chubby to skinny again. And I didn't think it ever stopped until like last year when I realized that I should actually love myself. And I was not thinking about food at all. I was just enjoying myself and I was starting to go to the gym again. But I was simply not thinking about it. So you really weren't
0: paying attention to what you were eating until comments were made at home by your mom at a young
1: age. So talk a little bit more about that. Right, to start off, I mean, no shade and my mum, I love her to death. She's a brilliant woman. But I started getting weight around the age of seven. But I was like, I was normal looking. I was a bit chubby like any other child. But we have a history of diabetes in the family and something more of the limbs. I wouldn't know what that is. And she brought me into the doctors, nutritionists and dietitian and whatnot. And they told me what I had to do if i don't want to get diabetes in later age and believe us i was so scared i lost approximately 10 kilos um but i lost it really like healthily you know i was running i was jogging i was eating healthy because i was just looking after myself and i was still eating you know whatever child would eat i loved snacking but i would still go jogging i would exercise a lot and it was all okay it was all good until I turned, let's say, 16. Yeah, I believe I was 15, 16-year-olds. Wait, so your mom brought you to the
0: nutritionist at a young age and basically said, like, my child is chubby. Basically, what can
1: you do to make her skinnier? Like, is that basically what she meant? Do you know what? That was right. But she actually wanted me to be healthy and that's it. And after that, you know, I was still getting weight. Like, I lost all the weight and I still... Start again and weight again because I just got the loose. I just felt too comfortable with myself. But when you say she wanted you to be healthier, what does that
0: mean? Like you're a child. So what were you eating, for example, that she brought you to the nutritionist? Like, for example, were you eating like junk food all the time? Or was it just like she wants you to be kind of like really skinny? And that's what she considered like healthy.
1: I never ate loads when I was a kid. In all fairness, she would always bring it up saying, you never eat food, what are you getting weight? There's definitely a problem. Because I would eat only like, let's say twice a day. And I wouldn't eat much. It was like, what is going on? I suppose I was eating chocolate, but it definitely wasn't my problem. It was just something to do with my genes, I suppose. But like, you know that, for example, when you don't
0: eat, you're slowing your metabolism.
1: And that's why, like, it makes you gain weight.
0: I feel like people now think that if you starve yourself in a way, you make yourself skinnier. Yeah, maybe like for two days, but like for a while, your body will know like you're starving yourself and it will save all the food you're getting. And that makes you like gain weight. So like, even though you eat like two times, like your body is not enough, especially for a child, like you're growing and you need the food and energy and stuff. That was like definitely like a lot of damage. And do you talk to your mom about this? Like, does she know that like, the comment she made that it still affects you till now? Or do you just like not bring it up with her?
1: I was eating a healthy amount of food. It just wasn't much. As in like for a child, it was okay. And she only started noticing when I was 14 that I was not eating as much as a, maybe a teenager should. And I was still gaining weight and she didn't know what was going on. On and uh, that's when the mean coming started. I haven't brought it up um, in a few years actually, and I believe she knows damage she's done, but I don't think I would be able to, I, w- I don't think I would be comfortable to speak about it for her because, all after all, she's been modeling for a long time and she's always had a great body. And uh, if I brought it up eventually, she would think I would just be making an excuse for myself and you know i love her she's a great person but i just i couldn't do it but i i believe she knows what she's done and she's trying to be a better person especially my brother which i'm really happy about
0: okay so basically from all these comments your mom made like did that damage your relationship with her like especially when you're a teenager and
1: is it improving like now or do you think it's like still the same yeah we fight a lot and i think that was one of the main reasons why i actually moved to countries i moved to my dad's, well, actually to Arlene, just to escape her. Well, I loved her, I love not going to lie, but um, I felt like I just wanted to be far away from her, to just not hear anything about, it, about my weight, about my life choices, and that's what I did. And, you know, it's been around five years now, and uh, we didn't get along that well when I moved out, but we're on really good terms now, brilliant terms, obviously. I really love her, and, yeah. It's not like I am grateful things she said in the past, but. It's made me who I am now, today. And, uh, you know, whatever happened in the past, I kind of, I tried just, I just tried to forget it and uh, it's all good now. So you said that, for example, that you lost your period for
0: like a few months, right? So did that like affect also your mental health and how like
1: did it affect even you going out with friends? No, it's not affecting my mental health at all. I was actually so happy for losing my period for some reason. Um, well, I suppose I was only 16 years old. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, no period. I know, fun times. I can do whatever I want. And, well, actually, when it comes to my friends, though, I did not see any of them at all. I would just avoid actually going out with friends because I knew I would have to eat. And I just, I didn't want to do that. So, you know, I would just stay at home and do, actually, fuck all, I'm so sorry. For, but I would just drink green tea every single day. I eat nothing. And if I had to hang out with my friends, I simply wouldn't. And I'm so sorry if any of them listen to that. I'm so sorry, guys. But yeah, that's about it, really. And I know, like, making jokes about it is one of my coping mechanisms, but that's what I was back in the day. That was, like, what, six years ago? More than that? It's literally mad that, like, you lost your period and, like, somehow you
0: convince yourself, like, that was okay, but, like, starving yourself, which obviously wasn't okay. But like was okay and losing your period was like fine Which, that's really weird and obviously because you're a child and a teenager like i feel like obviously you didn't pay attention i don't even think i probably would have paid attention to my period as well because it's not like that, that big a deal and i feel like you would not even think that for example it's affecting your health or anything it
1: just like oh you know that's my period whatever but yeah that's that's kind of sad i suppose that's what you get for being young and dumb um i was more focused on losing weight and seeing the on in the mirror rather than any health issues I was losing hair I was really pale I was almost fainting, and uh, yeah I lost my paper for months and I did not think about it because I could actually see that I, I fit into size eight and that was the main goal and obviously growing out of that I care about my health now.
0: Yeah that's actually crazy I feel like just because we were young like you're kind of dumb as well since you had, you had kind of two so when did it like start to escalate and kind of get worse so i talk about that a little bit.
1: It's gonna kind of worse after the runway show when I started eating as much as I wanted. You know, I felt like, you know what? I'm already skinny. I can do whatever I want. So I started eating every single day. I was eating quite unhealthy food. It was mostly junk. And I know that I probably gained a few kilos, maximum three. But I felt like I did not fit into my jeans anymore. And it was literally just a few kilos. So I decided to still eat. But just go to the toilet to actually get a bit of all of that as shit as it sounds. I'd forced myself to throw up um, for years after that and, uh, you know, it didn't make me actually lose any weight. But I I don't think I was getting any weight either. I would maintain it, but it went to the point where I was, it damaged my teeth. I started losing even more hair. I looked unhealthy. I looked kind of pale. I skin looked really bad and I knew where all that was coming from.
0: I feel like bulimia is not a popular, like, Eating disorder or whatever. I feel like anorexia, and I don't know what the other one is, but I feel like bulimia and binge, like it's not that popular. And I feel like people don't know much about it. So, for example, I remember I saw this documentary on Netflix. This girl, I think she had bulimia and she was like vomiting while she was eating and stuff. And I heard somewhere that basically you can get cancer like in your throat when you force yourself like to vomit. I think my mom told me because I feel like sometimes I do that. Only when I feel so full, I feel, like, uncomfortable. And I would just, like, vomit it out because I can't sleep. Like, not because I have an eating disorder. But I remember my mom telling me, like, basically that I can get a cancer, like, in my throat when I force myself, like,
1: to vomit. Which is not scary. Like, did you know that? I'll be honest, I was never aware of the whole cancer thing. But I knew the reason why I was damaging so many of your organs was because the acid was coming from your stomach. Like, if you wait for too long like the whole what mass you have in your stomach is going to be mint acid like it's going to be too acidic and if you actually throw it up it's just going to damage your organs including throat, teeth, tongue and whatnot. When I was doing
0: like my research about like bulimia and stuff I saw that basically what triggers this disorder is being full and that like when you feel full it triggers you and then you have like the
1: urge like the purge and stuff like is that true? Oh god I didn't ask about that question. Yeah, it does. You know, I would eat a salad and if I feel extremely full after one salad, I would feel like I'm gaining weight after that. I remember I would eat a donut and if I felt full after that, I just feel like I had to go to the toilet in order to get rid of all of it. And it's so unhealthy when you think about it because it comes to any food and you logically know that it does not contain any calories. But you just feel like you're going to gain weight after that. And just want to remain your figure. You want to, sorry, maintain it. And uh, in order to actually feel skinny, look skinny, you have to just eat less. Is this something like you still struggle with, like feeling full and that if you do feel
0: mm-hmm. full, do you feel like just like you want to stop eating or do you actually feel like you have the urge, like the purge? Because I feel like it's hard to kind of just 100% recover. Because I was seeing like people saying like it's hard because sometimes no matter how much you eat, you still feel like you want to
1: get sick. Like, does that still happen to you now? It's been years since it all started, but I do still feel like it. If I overeat, if I have this age, go to the toilet and actually just get get rid of all of it. But I force myself not to. If I eat something healthy, I was like, you know what? Just go to sleep. It'll be fine the next day. It's not like you're going to gain any weight of that. It's not like you're going to put any fat on your stomach or whatnot. So, but yeah, but back in the day, I was just simply going to the toilet, whereas now I just try to force myself to stay on the low and just keep everything to myself. Can I be honest with you?
0: When I was reading about bulimia and stuff, I saw something, even though I didn't know, like, you had eaten sort of like, what, last week or something? But I feel like it kind of made sense of the comments you made when, for example, I'm there, anyone else there. I remember sometimes a few times when we met Rob, you make comments about being full. And for me, I don't, like, ask people, like, questions about why. Let's just say you made some comment I don't understand. I don't ask you because everyone has, you know, their relationship with food and it's not really my business. But I feel like when I saw that feeling full, like, triggers you, I feel like in a way, like, I understood, like, some of like, the little comments that you made, maybe even unconsciously, you know? And I feel like it made me kind of like understand like the situation you were in. But I know, I mean, I feel like I can't imagine having an eating disorder. And I just want to say like, well done, even though I know like you're probably not even 100% and you can't be 100% think it's like a a fight and a journey. But I feel like give yourself credit because you are in a different place like mentally and you're you're doing so much better now, like with your life and everything like that. So you should be proud of
1: yourself. Thanks so much for watching. Look, an eating disorder will never leave you alone. You will always be thinking about it. You will always think about food, about access, about your body image, and whatnot. And uh, as soon as you learn how to control it, as soon as you start making sensible food choices, you will learn how to actually get rid of it. Um, and that's what I started doing. I don't know, I still make comments about it, Um, even though I'm in a restaurant, I'm at home, like, okay, I'm full, I can't eat. It's fine, girls, you know, that was it. I had about fries, that's it. See, I live with that, and I'm perfectly fine with it. I still eat a healthy amount of food, a good amount of calories to actually keep me healthy, and that's what I'm happy about. I try to not overeat, and uh, that's why I'm so happy now, I'm... And I feel like it's gotten so much better over the past few years. But if you do feed your eating disorder, it's going to continue for years. You know, it's a constant challenge, a constant battle between you and you. And as soon as you teach yourself how to eat properly and how to keep yourself healthy, you'll be fine. I promise you that.
0: I guess my other question is, was there any part of you like during your journey that ever like didn't believe yourself that you were like faking an eating disorder? Or like you were doing it for attention. I feel like there was like this stage where everyone kind of went through thinking like you're doing this for attention or, you know, you don't believe yourself. Was there like a stage that you just didn't believe yourself? And was there a stage that you just like knew that you actually do have like a serious problem?
1: I actually still feel like it. I feel like I'm faking it. I feel like it does not exist. It's all in my head. And I've been telling this to my mom or my best friend. And it's like... We take it as a joke because it's one of my coping mechanism. But it's actually not. It still has something to do with your mind, in your head. And, you know, it's just you and you. And, yeah, as I said, as soon as you saw it, teaches how to eat properly, food properly, how to, I'm not saying restrict yourself, but just not think about it at all. And to stop eating when you're actually full, you will feel better. For
0: now, I'm saying that, basically, obviously, of course, like you're improving and all that. Is there like boundaries that you had to like put in place like for you or like your friends or like your family or like
1: whatever, whoever you speak to? You know, it's none of those girls' responsibility for our insecurities. And as soon as I realized that, you know what, I'm going to see my mother. I'm actually seeing my mother in a few months. And uh, if she makes any comments about my weight, I will just try to ignore it. I love her. She's already mentioned it so many times. I love her so much but I'll just try not to think about it too much because I know it's going to trigger me and my disorder and I'll just try to live my best life. But like, let's just say she did keep making comments. So like, would you be able to like, listen,
0: can you stop like making these comments? They trigger me. Or would you not like feel comfortable to kind of place that boundaries with
1: her? Well, see, I'm nearly 23. And the reason why I wouldn't make that much of a difference because I'm, I live by myself, so independent. I make my own money. But, she does not pay for things. And uh, see, I believe if she ever actually ever did make those comments, I would simply leave and it would just not get myself involved in that kind of situation. But she's grown out of that. She's a great mother. And I don't think she actually would. She loves me and she's grown out of that.
0: Yeah, I feel like it probably is hard for some people as well to kind of put boundaries like with family or friends. I mean, that's something I definitely had to do as well, because sometimes when you're like having a bad day and you are struggling, like with challenging your thoughts about food and then someone just like makes a comment and then it just like pushes you off the edge. And I feel like for me, I did have to kind of place these boundaries. And I feel like it is hard like to actually be able to tell your mom, like, no, don't do that. Like, you know, that bothers me. And I feel like some moms don't even like take accountability for what they do. They'd be like, what? Like, I'm not saying it out of like bad intentions. I'm just like making this like innocent comment or whatever. But I guess when you're at the end, so if you had to give an advice to someone who is struggling with eating disorder or is kind of struggling with, you know, with their relationship with food and like weight in themselves and stuff, like what advice like would you give them?
1: You know, they all say your parents just want the best for you, uh, but I believe it's not always the case because, because my mother wanted me to look healthy, making mean comments about it, me. And you know, it only triggered my in disorder because I was not able to actually keep, maintain my healthy diet. But I actually gone to the habit of bulimia or starting myself to, to the point where I was not able to walk or talk or do anything in particular. But my b- best advice would be is to, you know, eat whatever you want into your life. If you like the way you look. Girl, keep on going. Guys, sorry. Uh, anyone, do whatever you want your life. You know, it's not going to affect them. It's going to affect you. You want to lose weight, keep on going. It doesn't matter as long as you're healthy. Keep on the healthy diet. You know what amount of calories you should intake during the day. And as long as you can't maintain us, so I'm so sorry. You will be fine. And uh, do you what makes you happy. And I know it sounds so cliche, but as soon as I started to do whatever the fuck I want, I became my happier self. Okay, you made an interesting comment. I feel
0: like I disagree with. You said maintain like the calorie intake. For you to do that, it means technically you have to track your calories or you have to like keep up with how much you're eating. Wouldn't that not, like not lead to an eating disorder or like
1: bad habits? Because how do you know how much you eat unless you count your calories? You know, that's a brilliant point, Awasha. Sure. You know, some days I eat less and some days I eat more than usual. And I believe that's how I'm my calories because I learned to treat myself and I never restrict myself to certain foods. If I like it, I will fucking eat it. If I don't, I won't. If I feel it, you know, I will do it. But that's the main thing. Girls, do whatever you want. If you feel like eating full-on pizzas every single day, the whole week, do it. Honestly, you will not gain weight. And I'm telling you that. As long as you take care of yourself, you will be fine. And I'm so sorry about That sound weird but I just hope you're going to me.
0: Okay yeah that makes sense I feel like for you not like to pay attention to your calories just to make sure that like you're eating enough yeah okay I guess that makes sense yeah but I think this is it for this episode thank you so much Roberta for coming here and talking about your story and feeling comfortable for my listeners you know to kind of benefit and hear about your journey because I feel like especially with summer I think that's maybe something people struggle with like should I have a summer body and all that shit or whatever but again, thank you so much for being comfortable and coming here and talking on my episode, especially that you're my first guest. So this is like
1: a special episode for me. Thank you so much for having me. I watched it. It's been a blast. And girls, just remember that everybody is a summer buddy. Anyway, just have a lovely summer. And thank you, you thank you so much for listening to me.
0: This is it for this episode. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. And I hope you guys really enjoyed it. I really hope it helps someone out. And just to make you feel like if you are struggling, you now there's other people out there. I really hope you guys benefit from this episode. Make sure you follow me on Instagram. I will leave a link in this episode description box. I would love to know what you guys thought about this episode. This is part two of the series. So make sure you watch part one if you didn't. And part three will be out next week. Thank you guys. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye.